Welcome back to another exciting episode from Sarah Night Gaming as we present Let's Discuss Mandalorian Season 2. Wait, was I supposed to watch that? I hope you did. Oh, man, I hope so. If not, you'll be able to get quite a bit of That's the one where it ended and we found out that the Mandalorian's last name was Skywalker because he was raised by four spirits. No, 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 that was a horrible trilogy. <laughs> no, no, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is retcon. So. Actually, no, we no, did see, talk about see, that. See, that was <laughs> the dark times. The dark times. I'm I glad you like mentioned the original, that. The prequel might have been the dark times. No. We actually was, uh, did. Captain Kennedy era is the dark times. Uh, let's discuss episode on the uh, last movie. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of uh, Skywalker. So, That's right. the Rise of... Actually, I feel like she should hyphenate her name. <laughs> Skywalker Palpatine. Or Scalpatine. Uh, ship that thing right there. Just uh, Scalpatine it. Palpawalker. <laughs> Palpitating. Whatever. You know. So if you want to know our thoughts on that, check that out. Go check it out. Go check out the Let's Discuss episode as we broke down the movie and the highs and lows. And, and the lows. Um, <laughs> and know it's in between. Yeah, all the way to the credit. Uh, but yes, uh, I am Scott. Uh, I will be the host for tonight with this lovely crew here. Well, haphazard heathens is what I would call them. <laughs> oh, we're just a motley crew. Good name, haphazard heathen. Yeah, I'm gonna name a band that. Could be Katina Band. It's, it's yeah. Haphazard heathen. Yeah. Say well, that five Cantina times. Band, we got to call it the Nerf Herders. Uh, yeah, apparently we've also got to talk about what kind of music they have nowadays. <laughs> yes. It's not jazz. <laughs> it is not. We learned something new today, didn't we? I did learn that. I'm not yeah. gonna say it out loud though. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> That's uh, actually Star Wars music. It is. Oh. It, yes, it's it's very it's yes. It is its very own. You know, maybe we'll but get into that in a minute. <laughs> still won't, still won't say it out loud. Sorry. Anyway, hey, who are you? Yes, let's go ahead and go around and do our introductions here, and then also do your initial thought. Um, going of the whole season or the whole show? The the, the whole season, the season okay. two. Your initial thoughts of uh, just just processing things, you know, just what you think of the whole season two, just you know, initially, mm -hmm. generally. So we're going to start on my left here. All right, uh, I'm Matt. Uh, uh, man, my initial thought for the like the whole season two was a great season. Uh, I really love what uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau are doing. They're bringing in a lot of uh, the. EU, non-canon stuff, little by little, and I am just loving it in the direction that it is projected to go in. Oh, is it my turn? Okay. Um, <laughs> We're going, going that way. Okay. Uh, my name is Laura. Um, so my initial thoughts on the season, I really enjoyed it. I liked the character development. I liked that things are sort of progressing slowly but steadily. Um, and we're seeing, um, yeah, more progress, both in the plot and in the characters. Uh, my name is Jessica. Um, I really like this season for the most part. Um, I, uh, I really like that they are 
keeping the story serious and having dynamic characters and also having like some sort of funny, unexpectedly um, heartwarming moments. Some allergic moments. Yeah, some allergic moments. Uh, my name's Tony, and um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I thought it was a solid season. Uh, they maintained a solid train of thought. They didn't get sidetracked a whole lot, except for the Carl Weathers episode. I anyway, it was it was pretty solid. They had a good line of thought the whole time. They followed it to its logical conclusions, and uh, didn't just drag us out with like a rom com standard of will they, won't they, uh, for years to come. It was pretty good. Hi, I'm Ronnie, um, and my initial thoughts on the Mando season two is yes, just all the yes. I love it all. <laughs> take my money. Um, Shut up and take my money. <laughs> it's just, uh, I saw, well. Hasbro's about to get rich. Yes, <laughs> Hasbro is about to get rich. You want an extra dollar a month? Here, take it. And out there. dollar. <laughs> and I will talk hey. about something else later relating to Hasbro. <clears throat> and a certain ship. Uh, Razor but, Crest. Um, yes. Left <laughs> um, I loved how the season progressed. I love all the character growth. And you learn that there are actual people out there that know how to treat legacy characters really well. Yeah, his name's John Favreau. He also yeah. built most of it. Yeah. If it and wasn't Dave for Fleming. his treatment of Iron Man, we wouldn't have an MCU the way that we do. So yeah, I think John Favreau is just... Uh, He's a king among men. I think he's he pretty is. happy right now. I think he's done very well with himself. <sighs> Amazing. <laughs> he's done just fantastic. I think so. You. <laughs> you missed it. Oh, I yes. caught it. You caught it. Maybe it was aimed at you. God. Well, I'll tell you. But enough my, about Mr. Hogan. <laughs> my uh, my initial thoughts uh, with it. Pretty much everything you guys said, just the the pace of it was nice. You know, at first when they said it was going to be another, like, eight episodes, I was like, all right, you know, because I'm used to seeing that with new series that come out, just, like, testing the waters. Like, I wonder if this is really going to do anything. Let's go and just do, like, six episodes and see if it catches anything, like Walking Dead, you know. And then next season we'll do 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. But no, they didn't. They, uh, they went straight with the same pattern, and uh, I think it was really well done, though. Like, I think it was a good number. You know, any more than that, I think we've been drawn out more than it should have. And any less, I think we've felt cheated out of it. So I think they had a real good pace with it, you know, with it. Now, they did have some issue where they don't have the same length per episode. Now, I get that. They're just mm -hmm. telling the story. They're getting it done with, and they're publishing it. But at the same time, if you've, like, cordoned off a block of about 45 minutes, and then you see it's a 23-minute episode... Uh, there's, there is a <laughs> like little bit there. Yeah. Like maybe I should just wait a week and then watch two at once. Yeah, well, if I'm gonna, yeah. I mean, well, I, still though, like that's not even worth I mean, me sitting down that. and entertaining my kid for twenty minutes. I like, think honestly, they edit the the videos like I edit the podcast for us. <laughs> it's like, uh, we're just gonna cut that off at twenty five minutes and make yeah. this other one fifty five, because <laughs> that's where the action is. You know, that's kind of where where everything kind of goes. So I guess from like an editing standpoint, from what I do for us. Yeah, I can guess I can kind of see that, like what they're doing, cutting off when they do. Yeah. I mean, it's better it's, than like it's saying a, it's a pacing hey. thing. You know, you keep yeah. all the, the highs together, and 
you know, the lows as well. I mean, they did somewhat similar in the first season, just not quite as drastic uh, right. per episode. Yeah. And I, and I can get, like, it would be worse if you walked up and said, hey, you have to fill up 45 minutes for me uh, and then call it Legends of Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I mean, you would got an extra 15 minutes of uh, Star Wars music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can do without that. <laughs> I understand. The... Just still, still, there's... Oh, all right. So let's, let's, give me like a Clone War short at the end of the episode or something like that to catch me up on some of these characters I don't know about. Right, <laughs> that'd be cool. Like Bo Katan introduction episode. Well, I'll oh, actually. Oh, she's in Rebels. I'll tell you my thoughts on that too yeah, in a little bit later. But let's talk about this first. Let's talk about mm-hmm. very important figure, the child. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not the child anymore. Grogu. It's Grogu. Grogu. Get it right. Okay. Right. Well, you know what? Their merchandising needs to get right. <laughs> they still refer to as the child. Sith Grogu. Well, if they actually... were doing merchandising right, they would have called him Baby Yoda from the start, right? Well. <laughs> I know it's yes. not Yoda. Thank you. They didn't actually do that. They just kind of like took it and rode with it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, why fight the public? You know, if that's what they're going to call it, just run with it. That's true. They didn't say Baby Yoda ever. And officially, they've always called it the child. But, you know, they will recognize the Baby Yoda name. But, yes, let's talk about the child. You know, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the child? I think Grogu can take him. Like, what are your thoughts on just just overall, you know, from from the beginning to the end here? And what do you think is going to be the future of him? Oh, man. I'm really curious what they're going to do with his backstory and past. Because it, it's a major conflict with, you know, episode two, the, you know, uh, Attack of the Clones movie, or no, Revenge of the Sith, I'm sorry, three, um, where Anakin supposedly slaughtered all the younglings in the temple, but Grogu was in the temple at that time, and then somehow. She did got say away. he was hidden. Yes, was hidden. Was he technically a youngling? He's like 50 years old. Yeah. I mean, at that time, he was like in his 30s. But as as you can tell, his mentally development is far less than what was, you know, even a five year old. And so, yeah, he was, he was basically how he got that. out. I'm real curious on how he gets smuggled out of there, and who does it. Um, and then of course how that affects his ability to wield the force, yeah. and especially with, you know, the the spoiler here ending how Luke is going to train him and help him get over those aspects. Especially with... Now, uh, no, I'm just, uh, I was just going to throw into there. It's like you're talking about like how Grogu is hiding and like how he escaped Anakin. Maybe he's the one that taught Luke how to hide. Be hide-and-seek champion. Well, that was the thing I was going to bring up, whether or not this even goes into the next few movies that they said were canon but now are being debated upon because now we know the future of Grogu is either to hide again because Luke loses all his students in accordance with the new trilogy of movies. Mm. Like, it goes horribly for him. Like, it's not a whole Anakin thing over again, but at the same time, it crashes and burns. All of his students are either dead or scattered to the wind. So... I'm just saying, it's it doesn't look good for him if we go with that. Uh, but at the same time, are are we? 
going with that. If they're going to retcon it and tell us it's a parallel universe, uh, then I would, would like be, them to go ahead and do that. That'd be nice. Yeah. They, well, they, if they're going to retcon the Kathleen Kennedy <clears throat> era, as I call it, they need to go ahead and just outward say it. Yeah. Well, I think if they do do that, they're going to do that with Ahsoka. Um, and they're probably, this is just my guessing here, they're probably going to use the world between worlds to do that. Yeah. Because Ahsoka was involved in that in Rebels. That's right. So she's sure well was. aware of that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So. I mean, she might see what happens I'll in the future. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I have only gotten about three episodes into that Clone Wars TV show, and uh, I couldn't maintain. Oh, wow. <laughs> try, try again on Rebels. Wait, uh, which Clone Wars was it? The animated thing, it, it was doing like the announcer voice the whole time. Oh, okay, okay. So it wasn't the paper one. I Man. call it paper animation. I think it was yeah. literally episode one, and then we were like, you know. Y'all should have started at really season cheesy. two. We're going to watch. super cheesy. Yeah. Like, season two. Yeah, we had a hard time out. with that one. And I hate Roger drones. Roger, Roger. Roger I hate Roger. those things. Like at least <laughs> at least the the the, dro- Man, the droids that we got the in this stuff. were scarier. The first season was rough. Yeah. Well, though, and funnier because Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi is amazing. Yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> but no, seasons oh. two through. We'll talk later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, anybody else on uh, ideas of the Grogu, the child? The child. Anybody else? I like his little sassiness. I think he's a cool character, but I, I would appreciate it if they just left him alone now. I would totally steal somebody's cookies, and I like that he stole It's the Mandalorian. Cookies. It's not yeah, Grogu. It's, and yeah, it's not Mandalorian mm-hmm. and the child. It's the Mandalorian. Right. Mandalorian I friends. hope that they do a sort of like every other, you know, they go back and forth between like his training with Luke and... Oh, shared visitations? <laughs> no, what I mean is the storyline goes back and forth. Oh. Sorry, you can't leave the outer rim. I'm where, well, where okay. he's on Yoda's back. To Luke is on. riding Yoda's back, <laughs> <laughs> making him float stuff around. Seahawks. <laughs> oh, no, Seahawks. Seagulls, my bad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that but, means they better start giving us uh, 16 episodes a season then. Oh, no, what no. I mean is, like, in, the same, in each episode, like, it would be like, here's what the Mandalorian's doing, and then here's. Well, they, they would just, they would have a spin-off show called The Child, The Jedi Child or something like well, that. Well, I shouldn't call it Or well, from, Jedi from, Academy. From Jedi things Academy. I've heard, uh, you know, Luke is going to be a major character in the next two seasons of The Mandalorian. How are they so. going to do that? Is it going to be CGI all the, the whole time? No, they do have a actor actually good. set up and hired. Good. That's uh, good. Yeah. The I'm reason why he was CGI'd in was because it was a last minute decision to put him in the season two finale. And I thought it actually was, it was an actual the... actor too. Yeah, it was an actual actor. It's not. Even, it's not the same actor that we'll be seeing for the next two seasons. Yeah, I could tell either. that it was like a. There face was somebody up. under yeah, it. Yeah, there was then, a yeah. face underneath. Yeah. I mean, Disney does a good job with what they do, but at the same that time... That was an expensive cameo. That was a oh, really yeah. expensive thing to do, <laughs> and it wasn't exactly like it was on point, not on point. It was yeah. roughly on point. Mm. So I'm, there were hoping... some things that were a little off about it. Not quite Henry Cavill yeah. mustache Superman <laughs> off. Oh, Jesus. But. <laughs> Which, I mean, that just goes to show you that Disney is willing to throw money into this. Yes. Yeah. They're spending they actually no cost care. whatsoever when it comes to this. Right. Well, it's like at the end of Rogue One, I think it was with Leia. Like, 
I mean, they're like, they're really trying to connect and Tarkin. all the dots. Yeah. And Tar- oh, Tarkin yeah. is amazing. Oh, God. They're really trying to connect all the dots and bring everybody that all was the lines yeah. together. But I mean, the dots that they're connecting are like actual actors' faces, not just like this is a character played by several different people. It's like I want to see well, no, the, Sebastian right, Stan, but I'm glad be that the actor that's hired. But um, so yes, anybody else with the child, Grogu? Well, I don't want him to disappear from the show completely. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't need him to show up in every episode. But well. I'm glad that he's taking a back seat for a little bit because that's less merchandise I have to buy for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and more Mandalorian toys you can buy for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> but you buy them together. Well, She's the Grogu well, well, to well, you. Well. This is the way. Well, here's the thing. Grogu does come with the Raven Crest. Raven Razor Crest. Crest. Razor Crest. Razor Crest. It does come with the Razor Crest. Crest. So then so. you would get the ship, <laughs> and she would get the child. Words. <laughs> Words escape me. Words. Oh, yeah. It's only because of the price tag that's on the Razor Crest. But, um, yeah, with, with the so child, next year? Grogu, I, I thought that was just, well, I thought it was well done with the whole, you know, like, okay, we gotta go, you know, find who you belong to. <laughs> You know, because mm-hmm. the whole first season is set up the whole crowd. I'm protecting this guy. What do I do with this child? <laughs> I got this child. What do I do with him? And then someone tells me, oh, go find a home for him. All right, let's go find a home. You know, it's season two, basically. Finding a home for Grogu, you know. Yeah. But um, I thought it was great how they portrayed um, Mando of how basically he cared so much for this child. That he was willing to do anything for him, mm-hmm. including breaking his own code. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's what I thought was that was amazing because I mean, you look him back in season one, he's like, "Dude, I'm going to shoot you if you look at me." <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, having a kid changes you. Yeah, it just it completely changed him in uh, how he operated. You know. Oh yeah, and, and, so and, and so, that, something <clears throat> I like about that scene particularly is it really reflects George Lucas's uh, original vision of the whole of his original trilogy is that it's it's you know meant to be that family heart help heartfeltness mm-hmm. and it, it really ref- reflects that and just it, it really brought home Star Wars for me in that one moment and uh, let's talk about that actually let's talk about the code you know because Mando wasn't the only one he, he also had it, the others as well Boba Fett had a code Boba Fett the other Mandalorians had a code as mm-hmm. well that's right yeah. so let's talk about that for a minute what different are your thoughts on that on, on these different codes and the effects in the series yeah. and how it affected the characters uh, I mean, that you can, you, you can see in this series, but you also see it if you have watched the Clone Wars or even Rebels, you know, all the Mandalorians, different clans had different codes and you could clearly see it. Um, and this is just one that, you know, everyone else who's not more familiar with those minor mainstream ones would know about, you know, is that different clans had different codes and clearly he had his code and finally has found his own way to not break it because to him he wasn't breaking it at that point but um he just upheld it in a different way i don't know i mean obviously like from the way that at least what they've shown me in the past few episodes boba fett ain't got no code (laughs) that fool just a mercenary well, he did actually at the end. 
because yeah. he did he made an arrangement no he did a good job like he yeah. he, he if if i guaranteed i was going to do something got paid in some way shape or form i'm going to fulfill the job i don't know if that's really a code so far as like workmanship quality or what he did a good job but he's mostly just a merc Right. Looks really cool one episode and then almost got his butt handed to him in the next episode. And that's classic Boba Fett to me. <laughs> like, honestly, as a child growing up around Star Wars and everybody's like, oh, I love Boba Fett. And it's like, what? The dude that, like, showed up just to get killed? Like, what? <laughs> Why do you like him? That's, uh, I mean, cool helmet, sure. Jetpack, a little faulty. Luke Skywalker whooped on him. Hardcore. So... I mean, no, I think his I finally code did is like the him. contract. His code's yeah. the contract. He's yeah. basically just a contract. And killer. he made a contract with yeah. Mando yeah. With the, for the armor. You know, and it's like the contract's not completed yet, so I have to basically pull my end of the contract. And then you got Bo, and she's all like, my code is that I should be in charge. She's very power hungry. I kind of dig that about her. But I do like they got Starbuck to come play her. Only oh, if yeah. you do it correctly, though. Yeah. Because she has to have the specific object... And, and it can't it be given to her. Yeah. Yes, it cannot be given to her. He really should have just She's played. complicated with the code. Especially <laughs> a second time. Yeah, a second time. That's right. I was about to hit on that. You know, at the end of Rebels, you know, she had to, she had to earn it back when she got it from Sabine. And so that's a, it's an interesting point that he has it and he earned it. And how is she going to earn it from him? Well, he said he's got a fighter for it. So. And that, that whole, yeah. actually, that whole scene, it threw me for a minute um, with, um, oh gosh, dude's name just left me. The, Gideon? Uh, Moff Gideon? Moff Gideon. Yes. The, with the child, you know, and then uh, he basically he told Mando, he said, go ahead, you can take the child and you leave immediately, you know? And then he just attacked him. And I'm like, what the frick is going on? It's like, surely you know this guy's wearing Beskar. Surely you know that this thing is not going to penetrate that. What are you doing? You know, and then after the battle, when he got to the bridge, mm-hmm. you actually saw what he was doing. Yeah. He forced him to fight him just to rob her of the opportunity. Just yeah. to be just to be a Stein. <laughs> yeah. He's the Stein that I saw in that episode, mm-hmm. from, uh, especially when he was about to, to, mm-hmm. to take his own life before yeah. mm-hmm. anybody could have the privilege. He even said, man, he just tried to pull a Stein. <laughs> <laughs> If you need to know who Stein is, but, check out Heavenscape, uh, Gloom Reckoning. I saw that, and I'm like, I did not saw the brilliance of his plan. I was like, oh, I get it. He basically realizes he's lost the entire thing. He's got nowhere to go after this, but he's not just going to go down. He's going to take anybody he can with him. And he didn't expect Mando to keep him alive. And now he's here's... like, oh, you're going to spare me. This is going to be really interesting. I'm going to actually get to watch and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Did we? Maybe I maybe I lost something somewhere. But you got Bo-Katan. You got the the wrestler girl. That's her mm-hmm. sidekick, bodyguard, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Boba Fett. Mando. His name is Mando. No. Did no, we never Din- get a Jaren name for him? Din- yeah. What is it? Ginger Ale. Ginger Ale. Okay. Ginger Ale. God. Let's call him Double D. Ah, don't oh, do You'll never forget it now. I won't. Yeah, yeah he won't for sure. <laughs> Din Din de Jaren. Yeah. Yeah, Din de Jaren. Yeah. That sounds horrible. They need to read that. Him. That's why he goes by the name Mando. Mando. That's why nobody's ever said his name again. They're like, let's give the child a name. 
and never talk about this guy having a name ever since episode one, I guess. And by episode one, I mean episode one. I don't one remember when one. it was mentioned, but it was like mentioned. It was like late season one, they actually Yeah, yeah it was, uh, yeah. I want to say it was back during his flashback episode. When he knew that he was a kid of the war or whatever. Yeah. That was another yeah. interesting thing. Like, okay, so, and I know I'm talking to the right crowd here, but like, so the Mandalore is a planet. Just yes. like Alderaan was a planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, out of all the Mandalorians that I have seen in my life up to date, only half of them are actually from Mandalore. It's so like Boba Fett and Double D, they're not actual Mandalorians. They're just people who follow the code. Well, Boba Fett is a they're clone foundlings. of yeah, Jango Fett. Yeah. Jango Fett was a foundling. So he wasn't pure Mandalorian. He was brought adopted they love to adopt yeah. people they adopt mandalorians anybody can become a mandalorian yeah, essentially it, if you're adopted mandalorians are right also it, yeah the the, the Mandal- mandalorian like title itself is very complicated and a little skewed um because you're either a born a mandalorian and are considered a true mandalorian or you come into it and follow the code and become one that way um and and one of the big things is you know a lot of people like to debate is that Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian because he's technically a clone, wasn't born into being a Mandalorian, and doesn't even know a code of it. Yeah, and, and he doesn't know any of the Mandalorian code because you know Jango was cut. cut His off head got before. cut off when dude yeah. was like nine. Yeah, he's literally cut off. And, and, but. What, what's really funny is that he does learn his own code. If you watched Clone Wars, and his code really is the contract, you know, and it, that's why he'll always follow out the contract. Well, this I guess I'll learn more about him since he way. gets his own TV show now. He, they do have one in in the works for it, yeah. Well, the Book of Boba Fett. So, yeah. I mean, you see that at the end of the episode, letting us know that he's going to be the kingpin of Tatooine. Uh, so that's cool. Oh yeah, and which I think is very interesting they're doing that because uh, what they explored a lot upon in this was the uh, power vacuum um, that's left after the Empire fell. Yeah. yeah, not just that, but like now you could see like Jabba the Hutt. There was a power was vacuum there. Well. Yeah, the yeah. And you had Ben Fortuna or whatever his name mm-hmm. is uh, taking his place, got real fat. Like you could yeah. see, like it wasn't even that noodle thing wrapped around his neck anymore. <laughs> he like had a full on like weight to him yeah uh as if he was becoming a hut like he's just sitting there eating maybe has like a weird little swamp rat thing that giggles around him um and then he's dead (laughs) and he's gone and he's gone (laughs) he's gone but that's okay because you got two two actors who i really really like are going to be on that show uh, between May Day from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. and uh, then you also got the Kiwi. Uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm probably going to watch it, even though I'm like very much so low on the totem pole of actually being a fan of Boba Fett. I told Ryan, he, he called me, he's like, well, what'd you think about that old man Boba Fett episode? And I was like, actually, okay, he was pretty cool today. Um, I actually liked him for a second, so that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I like him better in the armor now. I want him to get that Sandman stick back and just start <laughs> whooping on oh, people yeah, that, with it. That, was, that big was, ear pick looking thing. Oh yeah. That was just so fun to watch. That was awesome. So 
touching on that too with the book of Boba Fett, what do you guys think about, since we had two seasons of this now, and this is just the beginning of the Star Wars shows, okay? So, the Star Wars TV series versus movies. Um, yeah, I already like the TV series better than the movies. Uh, is that, that one meme says it all for me, the director from the new trilogy saying like, okay, it's really hard to balance between the old fans and the new blood and like getting everybody to be happy. And then it just, it, it shows Favreau and he's just like, hold my beer. Like, <laughs> I got this. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement. Um, you know, I, I, I love the shows. You know, they, they give you a lot more chance to uh, explore and and really get the feels of the Star Wars universe versus just you know a snippet of a movie. You know, movies are great. Don't get me wrong. That's what it started with, and I, you know, still love all the movies except for Captain from the Area. But you know, the the TV series have always been top notch. You know, you had Clone Wars, you had Rebels, and now we have Mandalorian and the dozen other spinoffs that are will be coming out in, you know, the next few years. You know, Star Wars is is something that has taken off and is only grown and will continue to grow. Everyone can love Star Wars. I think it's nice that instead of the nine movies about the complicated family history of the Skywalkers, we get uh, we get to see more people. That too. Because yeah. the Skywalkers are just emos. Oh. I don't know, dude. I mean, dude. technically the Skywalker era is not over. Annie's an emo. With what I know, it's coming. Luke was... Okay, Luke did really good today. I mean, he did Right? Good That's what I'm saying. Like, we were talking about how you said that... Angry old drunk time, Luke is still kind of cool, too, but... Well, you were talking about how you said for the first time, like, Boba Fett was, like, kind of cool. That's how I felt about Luke. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, he did actually, really good. You're actually, yeah. like, kind of... Well, awesome right and now. that's what I said to you too is like you always see Jedi's fighting each other so it's like what's really cool about this is just two light sticks going at high speed but when you see these my mention of Rogue One the last 15 minutes of Rogue One when you see Darth Vader come in and stomp everybody mm -hmm. and actually look intimidating and then now uh, almost like a light side mirror image of that you see mm -hmm. luke skywalker come in mm -hmm. and absolutely dominate everybody and it's just it makes the jedi and or sith order look a lot cooler when you see it by like a comparison level like right. we were really worried about these really uh, amazing soldier people yeah, they did a good job building up Mando. how dangerous the droids, they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mando, the dark Mando and Mando's yeah. angels. <laughs> yeah, uh, like got his butt kicked, and just from one of them, like they did a really good job of building up that moment where, like, we were pretty sure they were all gonna die. It was gonna be like a Rogue One moment because we got all we, the good guys died. But one really yeah, amazing robots. Yeah. yeah, we have one really amazing assassin, three Mandalorians, and. Uh, a genetically engineered shock trooper, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like... And we were still convinced they were all going to die. We were... Yeah, they were going to die. And he had full-on Beskar everything that he wanted the entire time. Even the the, the big metal toothpick thing. Mm-hmm. And then Luke just comes in and... He's like, I got you, bro. Watch, watch my bowl cut go. He does right. not have a bowl cut. It was a pretty bad haircut. Yeah. I mean, the they CGI actually... Hair. They actually made that hallway scene based off of Rogue One hallway scene 
and they were meant to be mirrored. Yeah, it was very so well I, done. I, yes, I thought it was very right. well done. So I was just curious. Just had this thought in my head here, right? So Those are dangerous. <laughs> since we're comparing the series and the movies and such, right? So I went through and actually told up the runtime for all the episodes for season three. And it comes out to about 333 minutes. So you're looking at maybe two movies. Yeah. Five and a half hours, roughly. Yeah, so it's, I mean, if you cut it right, that's Peter Jackson movies. cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peter it's Jackson. It's a Peter cut. Jackson. <laughs> that's one Peter Jackson movie. That's what I said. So Peter Jackson uh, season two was about five and a half hours. Yeah. You know, which... I mean, with the amount of, we're just talking about how short the episodes were, but at the same time, the amount of episodes. I mean, we're basically just watched two full-length movies. Uh, Which, with two seasons, you're talking about four full-length movies about a Mandalorian. Yeah, if they follow the same, about the same uh, time frame, yeah, yeah, time length. So, you know, thinking about that, you know, with just movies, I mean, the movies are great, uh, but they're, they're more, I guess, self-contained, too. Um mm. You know, like we had Rogue One, which was great. It was a really good movie. It was. You know, but at the same time, you have that, I mean, you have that time frame that people aren't going to sit for so long at one time in a movie theater. So you kind of keep it about two, two and a half hours, roughly. Occasionally, if you get a really good movie, like Endgame. You can get three and You can get hours. three hours out of them, you know. Yeah. But to get five and a half hours out of somebody, this is the way to do it. And for this five and a half way. hours of content. <laughs> this is the way this is this how you do it um yes. so i mean this is what i'm excited about seeing is these what you call feature full-length movies broken down into tv series well especially because right. movie theaters are probably going to be becoming a little bit more archaic in the next few years uh we're probably going to see more at home cinema which means yeah. that you'll have more chances to broadcast these kinds of serials, I guess, is yeah. what we, we're going back to the serials. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Roundabout, which is fine by me. I mean, I think they did better anyway. Most of the movies, um, I mean, the prequels weren't really that good at all. Oh, I loved them. Oh, Darth Maul looked cool, but we can get over that after like a heartbeat. And then Christian Haydenson was just whining the rest of the time. It didn't make any sense. I'm over it. No. He's coming back, though. Yeah. I don't, no, I don't need him. And, and, and Obi-Wan's also coming back for his own series. Now, Obi-Wan, he was cool. So That's the entire I'm... prequel trilogy... Obi-Wan is the only one that was actually cool. And then... He had the high ground. Of course he's cool. He's always got the high ground. Like, and Clone Wars. Even, even <laughs> Teach me the Rising Phoenix. I in will Clone always War. have the high yeah. ground. In Clone Wars, he had a portable high ground. What, what was it? What? <laughs> I mean, in, in The Phantom Menace, he technically had the low ground and still had the high ground at the same time. Figure that one out. Only Kenobi got could do ups. that. He's got ups. Man. Only Kenobi. But anyway, the prequels were only about Kenobi. Let's face it, Annie sucks. Annie's not okay. He <laughs> sucks. And he's not cool until he becomes Darth Vader. And even yeah. then, he's only cool as Darth mm-hmm. Vader when he's voiced by James Earl Jones. Um, the original trilogy was really good. I think everybody grew up on that, so you can't really get over that. And then the new trilogy was just like, what? In the, what? What are you trying to feed to me? I don't, don't like what you're trying to feed to me. Um, Han Solo, 
Oh, let's not talk It was about kind that. of a bland movie. It was not that bad of a movie, but it was a bland oh, movie. Oh, I love Solo. Yeah, Solo, I, I agree, it was was very bland. It was kind of blah. I, I mean, mean it, it just knew. It, it, I mean, it had some points that was interesting, but at the same point, it was, it, was, it was pretty bland. But then, you know, we, we were graced with the amazingness of Rogue One. Rogue One was amazing. Solo, I was talking to somebody who had never even seen any of them. She didn't know anything about Han Solo going into that movie. And she, like, didn't really dig it at all. So I think if you're going to like that movie, you have to know something about him before you go in to watch that movie. Because she was watching them chronologically, and she got to that one and was like, who is this guy? Like, I don't even know who he is. It it wasn't the best work that's come out of the office. But the... Rogue One was just an amazing job that they did because you don't know anything about any of these people. You don't know what's going to happen to them. And then by the end of it, they're all dead. And it's like, I like that. (laughs) That's actually what I like about The Mandalorian is that where it's taking place, um, it's different because you kind of really don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, you just really don't because of where, where it's placed in the timeline. Uh, like, for instance, like you said, Rogue One. Well, I mean, <laughs> we know it's going to happen, guys. You yeah, know? Well, there's going to be a... Uh, uh, yeah. There's... Solo. The problem I had with Solo was whenever they're showing these, like, intense scenes with him, it's like, I know he lives. Yeah. yeah. I know he's going to be friends mm-hmm. with that Wookiee that's throwing him around <laughs> right now. Him and Chewbacca both live. That chick is yeah. totally well, not going to be his now. girlfriend at the end of the movie. Like, there's so yeah, much yeah. hard to watch those because totally. it's like, right. I think Solo is the only movie I can think of off the top of my head where I almost walked out of the theater in like the first twenty minutes. I was just like, I don't know. the The dialogue was just so. I have to speak to a manager. It was so <laughs> cheesy and it was so. Land and I was like, they really were just riding off people's fan fan moments. That's interesting thing about that is that they actually did have planned uh, for a Boba Fett movie, Mm -hmm. but then when Solo tanked at the box office, they had scrapped that. Mm -hmm. Well, also the director was. The guy that directed the Fantastic Four reboot. So after that whole debacle, <laughs> oh, Rudy, I just and, don't and, like and, him. And, and then hold so on. After that add, debacle, <laughs> and we're gonna add on top of that, it was the beginning of the Kathleen Kennedy era, to, era too. And so yeah. all of her political stuff had a lot of people not even go to the movie, myself included, chose to boycott Solo because she had a, her fingers in it and was trying to make it all more political versus an actual Star Wars story. Which has a lot to do with politics, but yeah. space politics. Space politics. Well, I mean... Space politician. Yeah. The Senate and whatnot. <laughs> right. But she, she was trying to make it more current events versus, right. you know... I got you. I'm poking fun. Yeah, I know always poking fun. That's good. So, I'll tell you what. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's go around and uh, just tell us, what's, what's your, your favorite mm-hmm. moment of Mandalorian Season 2? Favorite moment? Yes. Oh. I know what God. mine is. You need to take a minute. Go ahead. Well, the one that comes to mind is um, where he's... I can't remember the name of Bill Burr's character off the top of my head. Um, Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Oh, my so, God. Yes. Where I'm they go onto the ship, Where's and then he has that moment. I don't know why this computer needed to look at his face. That makes no sense to me. But I loved that moment. Facial recognition. Yeah. But I loved that moment where he actually made the decision to take off the helmet 
and it was like that, that. Yes, thank you. So. Yeah. And then he killed everyone at all. Except for Bill Burr. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, he got to live. He Are knows we talking about the whole season or just the last episode? The whole, the whole season. season. The whole season, season too. Okay. Nothing to do with that Carl Weathers episode. Oh. As you guys think about it, though, I got to agree that that was a really good moment. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I was talking about back in the code, to where he was willing to like yeah. sacrifice everything for this kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I, I really liked that that moment happened and they didn't feel the need to explain it. Because, you know, yeah. it's just there's so, there's so much TV and just, and I don't know, all kinds of media where they do that and they're like, oh, this big thing happened. Let's have some expository dialogue about it. And it's like, no. Let's we, explain what we're showing you. We no, don't. We don't. There are a lot of stupid people out there, um, but I do like when highbrow entertainment can take on people that might be able to understand things on their own. But I agree. I agree. That was yeah. that was actually really cool. But there's there's phones that do that facial recognition stuff. And but it's like what stuff. what were they recognizing? The the computer doesn't know him. Just I guess checking to make sure the same reason why the rest of them couldn't go in. Their biometrics, face, and everything is registered database. on their database to make sure that they're not not yeah supposed to be there. It's basically checking like criminal database. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, are they just checking to make sure he's it's that? Well, well, him being Mandalorian and also having a helmet on all the time, like he, he's not in any system whatsoever. Yeah. But now he yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. Now he is. Well, now Who he knows is. what they know yeah. now, but... Well, the other dude that they he was with, well, I guess except for the officers, was the only one who had his helmet off. Everyone else was walking around with helmets on. Yeah, Bill Burr was the only one that you could see the whole time. Yeah. The officers kind of wasn't suspicious at all. Which I'm really happy for him that he got to shoot that one officer because yeah, yeah, he yeah. needed to. That was a good moment too because um, he dove more back into him, like a, what the path that set him on the path that he's on now, basically. Well, and he had, he kind of set up the tone too for what was going to happen for Mando over that episode and the next episode, and kind of summarized the season. By saying, you know, we, we all do things that we're not comfortable with. It's just how down and out you've gotten so far, how, how forced to doing it that you've been. And then, like, you know, he gives the expository part where he's like, huh, well, I really hate this guy for everything that happened in my entire military career. And <laughs> sorry, Mando, let's find a way out. Sorry, I'm going to sleep tonight. Like, just take and even Mando time. looked at him and was like, my name's really hard to say, so I won't make you say it. You should just call him Brown Eyes. You call me Brown Eyes. I will back you up because I agree with what you just no, did. No, just take the free shot. Like, take the shot and then go. No. Shoot, That's free shoot, booze. Like, shoot that run. ugly son no. and shoot first. Operation Silver Cinder. shot first. <laughs> oh, Matt, you might know I too. need that shirt. Yes, we need this uh, Operation Cinder, I believe, wasn't it? Was that Jakku? Um, God, I, I think it was, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Basically, when they started, basically just um, like destroying all the Imperial bases and stuff. Yeah, I think that was Operation Cinder, if I remember correctly. I have to look it up later. I'm, I'm, pretty, no I'm pretty sure it was part of Palpatine's contingency. Yeah, because I know it came um, from the books. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh. the only one that, that I can think of where it may have came from was the Aftermath series. Yes. Um, and yeah. I don't... And, and it's been a while since I've listened to them, and I don't recall the name Cinder in there. What was your favorite moment? 
since you... I know, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, All of it. I really love that part, the part where he keeps saying Grogu, and the child keeps looking at him, and then he giggles. <laughs> and then he does it again, and then he giggles again. It's Because like, that's totally what being a parent is like. You just keep doing the most ridiculous things, because every time your kid does it, it's like, oh, that's so cute. Yes. <laughs> I feel like he would be totally be posting that on Facebook if they had a Facebook. Grogu is He'd be like, watch this, man. Mando <laughs> book. <laughs> a Facebook where you never see his face. Everybody's <laughs> the same profile pic. It's called Faceless Book. What are you talking about? It's like, who am I talking to? Which one is this? Is this Jen? I don't know. Underneath his profile pic. That's the same profile pic. This is the way. This is the way. I gotta say, like the entire the entire season was really good, but a, a specific moment that just captivated me. Uh, Luke Skywalker showing up. I can't help that. Like that was yeah. just something like, because as a kid watching episode six over and over and over again mm -hmm. um, and like seeing Luke in the black uniform with the glove and the green lightsaber and everything was always just really compelling and like as soon as I saw it she even Jess was like okay who's this supposed to be getting off this ship because we you know you don't put that together but I, I saw the glove and I was like oh, he's wearing the one black glove and he's got a green lightsaber only one dude's got a freaking green lightsaber and hey, next wing yeah, so I mean, it's like everything about it is like, okay, this is Luke. What are they doing here? And you know, it was. It was an older model X-wing too. But it was just, right. it was really, really beautiful. It was a really compelling um, energy that it got oh, yeah. going for me. Uh, I think that would only fall in short second emotional base with taking off the helmet so that the kid could touch his face because he knew that the kid needed that mm, emotional yeah. uh, connection. And he needed it, too. Uh, he wanted it, too. So, I mean, it was just... I thought that that was really good. That just, Pretty much anything from where Luke shows up to kill a whole bunch of robots forward. That Death was, bots. Yeah. Like, that was just... Like, that owned it. That really yeah. encompassed Star Wars. That did a lot of justice to a lot of things that just haven't ever... That's, like, what you want it to be yeah. in your head. That's right. It was. It was... The, let's finally give the fans the moment they've been waiting for yeah. since yeah. forever. Yeah. The part where he sat there and crushed a robot with the force. Just the one oh, hand. Just turned into like a sardine can. Just yeah, that was, that was just really cool. It was just really fluid. It was really pretty. Uh, the green hue yeah. on just like mostly like the dark because you got the black robots. Really dark hallways. They're watching on things. Uh, you're seeing segments coming through. They have no idea what's going on or if it's going to kill them when it gets in there. Um, it was just, it was really intense. That was really intense. It was really neat. What you guys? My favorite moments um, in the series, because I'm a huge Fett fan, um, was when Old Man Fett showed up. First episode? Uh, no. No, you talking about when he beat up everybody with his walking stick. That man took the gaffy stick and was, like, breaking all the Tupperware soldiers, man. They're all just <laughs> yeah. done. Which, I mean, isn't hard to do. You could do yeah. it like a laser pointer, but it was really cool. It was so awesome. Yeah. And then that episode got even better when he got his armor. Like, seeing him in his armor... 
just taking everybody down. I was just like, that just, that is the moment I've literally been waiting for ever since I was a little kid. And using his rocket. Yes, and he used his rocket too. Yeah. You know, he flips down the thing that's on top of his helmet <laughs> and he shoots his back rocket. That was a cool, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's great. neat. It's like, because when you're. Nice shot. You're always looking at it, it's like, he's got a missile strapped <laughs> to his back? Like, what well, that? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. make any sense, but then. The original, that was a nod to the original toy. Yeah. Yeah. They had the missile launch action. Well, they nodded well. Wait, because... Which was also uh, relevant because uh, Django, who had the armor before him, mm-hmm. also had a rocket launcher on his back, and that's why Boba also has one. Now, he mm-hmm. cleaned up his armor within, like, the heartbeat yeah. of two episodes, though. Yeah, like it was uh, real uh, janky yeah. looking. It, it was and a then, paint job. That's all it is. It's a paint job. You know, he, I guess they got time to do that when they're flying around. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, what you can do in space. The, <laughs> the paint job on the armor also symbolizes yeah. uh, something to Boba Fett, because during his entire career as Boba Fett, the bounty hunter, he never washed clean, straightened up his armor. That's why it always looked dirty, dingy, dinged up, and. As it was a new chapter of his new way of life and living and redawning on that armor, it was like, okay, my slate has been wiped clean from, like, I'm not just carrying my name anymore. I have to reestablish my name again. And well, that's plus why he walking next to a guy with really shiny, pretty <laughs> armor can probably <laughs> give you some confidence issues. Like, that, yeah, that too, but. Oh, white? We clean this stuff? Okay. Hang on. I'll go take care of this in the back. Yeah. Gets out his, what do you call it, a gaffy stick? Mm-hmm. Starts getting yeah. the dents out, putting the Bondo on. <laughs> Some spit and shine. Some spit and shine. He had to get the Sarlacc uh, mucus off still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Got the, some of that spa- spray paint, space paint, space paint. I can't say that word. But no, space, just to... Space uh, spray paint? Space oh, spray paint. Nice. Thank spray you. Paint. <laughs> but just to um, paint a picture... My wife had to tell me to calm down because I just kept screaming and nerding out <laughs> throughout every time Boba Fett did something in that episode. Throughout, like just flying Ronnie. in Slave One and everything. Yeah. It's like, did you just see that? Let's rewind. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> okay. How calm is this down. episode one hour and 40 minutes long? <laughs> Why are they show the same five action scenes It's like that commercial, you know, with Alexa where it shows. Uh, the scene, and then he goes like, "Wait, I missed it. Yeah. Go back." And they're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, scene." <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like Ronnie at the TV. He's like, "Go back, go back, go back." <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> oh no! On my breaks, like I, at work, I I watch those scenes again. <laughs> that sounds like a Ronnie thing. Yeah, retail yeah. Ronnie. Well, you sir. Me, I really, really, I'm, I'm trying, but I cannot pick just a single moment through this whole season. Uh, I mean. I love Luke, the Luke scene, you know, that just, you know, that whole section brought Star Wars home to me, but also, you know, love the attention to the detail of little things of uh, Ahsoka, you know, and how she did, and the the growth of Grogu and his backstory, um, and finding that out, um, so for me to just pick a single scene, it, it's, I just can't do it. It was just all too good to me as, as the major Star Wars fanboy that I am. I just I soaked it all up. <laughs> also, Hasbro, thank you. Yes. Now I got a new Boba Fett helmet to get. Yes, now you do have to get a new Boba helmet. With a new paint job. 
Yes. The new paint job and new then paint the old paint job. Boba Fett uh, I don't need the old paint job one. I want the new one. No, you, you need both. No, I just need old man Boba. No, old, old man, man Boba. Boba. Old man Boba. Well, well, for that you can just go be like Deadpool and just take a picture of it of your own face. <laughs> Couple staples. <laughs> Have your old man Boba. Uh, we uh, I gotta say, probably for me, uh, my favorite. Uh, uh, scene. I guess say my favorite episode probably was that one uh, right before the last one, uh, where they're trying to get the coordinates for the cruiser. Mm-hmm. You know, like like we discussed yeah. already with the whole the sacrifices he was willing to make uh, to get that information. You know, oh, yeah. um, and it's funny in that episode though. I remember one of the funniest scenes was when they're on they're right there at the the you know, crossing the bridge. You know, to get to the fortress, and they got the everybody behind them these raiders with thermal detonators. And all of a sudden, Mando's like, well, this is over. Nice knowing everybody. <laughs> you know, just kind of sits there like, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know? And then you see the TIE fighters come in, the stormtroopers come out, and they're hitting stuff. Yeah, I even <laughs> they right. right. they, they, they I even commented on, like, now, now they can hit things? And it yeah. just echoed well, what he said. It's just because Puppetee's no longer there. That's why they can hit things. You know, what he said, he's like, I've never been so glad to see stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, that was a really cool part, too, though, because, You're like, as saluting, they're rolling yeah. in, they're saluting, you can kind of feel, like, that, that military camaraderie there. It wasn't until they got to that officer that I was like, oh, wait, yeah, this is the Empire. Screw them. <laughs> like, up until then, it was like, I'm happy they're there. I, maybe they'll stay. Like, these these don't seem like bad guys. They seem like heroes of the of, of space. Uh, but, yeah, when they when they met that officer and oh, he yeah. started talking, it was like, oh, right, no, shoot him. I recognized him yeah. from the new Tremors movie. Oh, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was a jerk in that movie too. He's usually a jerk. He's just really good. <laughs> he plays a really good jerk. And Bill Burr like plays a really good angry guy that'll shoot you. Yeah, he did that too. <laughs> God, yeah. I was just waiting for him to say, "I'm gonna punch you through a wall." <laughs> I, I did like that at the end though with him. Oh, uh, that episode where he they're all talking about him, like you know, like just talking like, "Well, you know, too bad, you know, he went missing during the explosion." <laughs> You know, and he's yeah. like, wait, does that mean I can go? Yeah, he was, ch- <laughs> they were doing so good at not looking at him the whole time, like yeah. Gina Carino and everything. They're just like looking at each other like, no, you don't exist. Leave. And Mando and just kind of like tilts his head over and he's like, all right. Because yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm gone. I will. I'm like, gone. I mean I can go because I'll go. Like, I don't know if you know or not, but Bill Burr sh- shot first. So, <laughs> uh, And I need a, Hasbro, I need a Bill Burr figure now. Yeah. I, you know what? He did a good job. He I did. thought he did a really yeah, he good did, job. He did a good job. Yeah, he did do a good job. I just want a Bill Burr figure because it's Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill right. Burr does a good job of being himself, too. Well, let's go ahead and go around here and let's finish this up. Let's go ahead and rate this, okay? How many lightsabers are you one through? I was going to go with Beskar helmets because okay. this is Mandalorian. Can That's I add right. one more thing? No. The after credits scene. <laughs> well, wait, I'll tell you what. Give the rating, and then give your last final impression. Gotcha. Start with you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, so just out of five Beskar helmets? Yeah. Yes. There's not enough Beskar helmets. Beskar's a rare resource. I'm not even more than yeah. that. I was about to say. So, okay. Well, <laughs> well I don't know. At, at the end of season one, there was quite a few Beskar helmets. There were, at least. So, I mean, there's about as many of those as there were lightsabers at the end of episode three. So... Yeah, that's and that's true. not even actually to say oh, that no. they're full on Beskar, because 
He not as many children though. Oh. <laughs> Here's the line. You just run over the line, retail Ronnie. You just bolted over the line. It's like that funny. Olympic sport jumping over the freaking. You just, just jumped right over it, man. Pole vaulting. What's what's the one where they just run up in the sand and they jump as Vaulting. far as they can? Uh, yeah. That's the long jump, yeah. Long jump, that's, long jump that's, yeah. That's Ronnie seeing the line. He's like, oh, you, you don't want to see a meme of a small girl and a dog fused together by an evil oh, scientist? No. I will. No. Watch me jump. No. <laughs> You lost a train. I'm not even. I'm not even calling retail but, Ronnie but, anymore. I'm calling him Cannonball. But you can't have a have a long jump because they're standing in a long jump, and there's Christian Hayden in the universe. Hayden Christensen, yeah. Look, just tell us what you think. Okay, but no, um, definitely five best guard helmets. Five helmets. And the one thing I was going to add to it was uh, again to the Boba Fett stuff at the after credits scene. You know, you see Bib Fortuna and his mini chins uh, sitting down in the throne where Jabba was sitting down. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see the assassin come in and start picking people off. And then Boba comes in. Headcanon, she's still Melinda Mayday. She Thank is. Mm-hmm. And he, then Fett kills him and then takes the throne. Now And then it says like the next series coming out Cow. December... 2021 the book of boba fett and i'm really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with that because it's he's getting a new empire and like how matt was saying making a new name for himself um it's going to be really good i imagine it's gonna be like a bounty hunters guild oh yeah Yeah. chapter out there definitely and i'm he's gonna run it fett's way i'm just really happy um to see something like that come out of mandalorian like, nothing but good things have come out of this show. And season oh, yeah. two is by far my favorite Star Wars thing ever. You know, this actually reminds me of just talking about that, though. Uh, this reminds me of Arrow. How you had Arrow and you had it start everything off. And mm-hmm. then you had the Flash. You know, he was in Arrow and then became his own thing. And mm-hmm. then they started bringing all these other ones. And that seems like the kind of, again, uh, direction they're going with it, too. Uh, Except successfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ahsoka's getting her own. Well, no, they did that pretty successfully for a while. You know? I, I mean, they it, do have they like did. 23 hour long episodes <laughs> per season, but. This should be more manageable. I mean, with eight episodes for each of the series yes. instead yeah. of 23. So at least give us a lot more <laughs> high quality out of it. We're not going to have, yeah. you know, 20 episodes of filler. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. three episodes actually dealing with the stuff. This, so, this maintains. How many helmets? That's five. Five. Definitely five. Five. Five Boba helmets. Five. Yes. Wow. Five. It's, I have literally no complaints about it, except that it's not enough. I want more. Or <laughs> that's, that's my only complaint is I want more. I want now. more. I want more. Um, I got to say, I'd probably give it like, you know, there's always room for improvement on things. And car. All right. Look, I really just got to bring it up again, man. Like that one episode that was directed by Carl Weathers, mm. and it just felt like a bad 1980s action movie. Oh, the movie. dialogue was so awful. It was that very one. cheesy. Ugh. I love the guy to death, but don't don't do that again. The one where he actually leaves with Carl Weathers, the big uh, bounty hunter guy, mm. 
and they go they, on a side quest and for kill him. Crate dragon. Oh yeah. To kill the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Did you tell him the first episode? I no. thought you were talking about the one no, where it's, they it's, go it's back. It's the episode where he gains uh, Boba's armor. Yeah. It's that episode. Wasn't that the first episode? No. Uh, That's the first no. episode. Was it? That's the first episode, yeah. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I don't remember. This don't remember one was, may, I don't know, but this one was the one where way, they go over the lava planes and the speeder and then the speeder. The guy's like, but my speeder. And it's got Gina yeah. Carino comes back to, yeah. to hang out with him and everything. That was directed by Carl Weathers. You could tell it was directed Dialogue by Carl was Weathers. Awful. Dialogue was pretty good, bit bad. Yeah, bad. that was the first episode of season two. Dialogue okay. was awful yeah. in that one. It was not. It yeah. was not the way to get me. Um, <laughs> this is not the way. That yeah, was not this the was way. not the way to start this. Season. But I mean, I love him. It's just like that's that's the old way of things. Eighties is gone. We want really good dialogue. We want good attention to detail. We it was want episode four. Yeah, was directed by him, Carl Weathers. That one is what I'm talking about. Because when okay, she so she got up and walked out of four. the room, I mean episode four, um, whatever, which chapter, whatever. What which one was that one? What was the plot? That was after the frog. The they go to planet Navarro. Was that the one with the spear? Where he gained no, the spear and saw Ahsoka, or is that the no? One no, that was really good. That was a yeah, great was episode. episode. It's Navarro. it's literally right before that. Yeah, it's right before that. And she even got up and walked out of the room because she was like, well, you know, like this is okay. kind of boring. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all what about happened? Carl Weathers' character. Which he went talking? back to the um, the original, yeah, the, the from back to season one, that spaceport that he blew up. Yeah. Right. Oh. And then yes. they go, they take the blue guy and the speeder. Isn't that the same episode? The blue guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. they have to Gina like. Carino, the blue guy. That was the refinery. But the things uh, melted. Blew up the refinery. Like, there, oh, who yeah, builds yeah, yeah. a thing in a lava field with like equipment that's just going to melt? It just like, was very. It had a very. Stupid. Yeah. If it had come out in the 1980s, it would have been the most amazing thing you'd ever seen. Right. Oh yeah, that blue guy was annoying. I know it you're was talking just, about. Now. It was pretty uh, drab as far as the for for the tone that uh, we get set, especially from John Farvro. I just, I could do without that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and deduct a Beskar helmet from him for that, uh, but I'll give him, I'll give him three and a half Beskar and one Kyber crystal for the whole thing, and that Kyber crystal is green. Um, thank you for giving me Luke. Uh, you did great. I think that they should maintain their pace, and hopefully, this sets the precedence for how Disney is going to be running their business of Disney Plus. And we will get this same treatment within the Marvel Universe. I've got my fingers crossed. So, you know, you talking about that episode reminded me though um, the part where you're talking about the uh, extracting extracting the blood from the child and what it was used for. Yeah, Stein. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, that hey, was hey, hey. responsible for cloning uh, Snoke. That was responsible for that for creating him. If we're still having Snoke, yeah, or Smaug, potentially, or whatever he wants to. But do. technically, really, Snoke and Palpatine are the fake Palpatine clone. Yes, what? They're, they're from. Hold on. It, it's actually from. Uh, Caminos. It's mm -hmm. all on the research that the Caminoans had, and even though they said they were unable to properly clone force users doesn't mean that Palpatine and Sith, Sith sorcery didn't make that happen. To oh make, yeah, absolutely. To make Snoke. And so I don't think it was all Grogu 
No, no, it wasn't all him. They were using the um, the high counts and midichlorians because they yeah. for the clone to make it a more powerful force user. Like what Potentially, yeah. Tony was insinuating, like if they don't, if the if the uh, sequel movies are just parallel universe, what if they use the DNA to make a young Palpatine clone, and it's Matt Smith because he was originally supposed to play young Palpatine. <laughs> I could just go without ever seeing Palpatine again in my life, honestly. <laughs> well, re- that ship has sailed. Well, there's a Dark Empire book that's really good. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, the comics. If people, I've read the Darth Vader comics and I've read the Star Wars comics uh, up to this point. The newer stuff that they've come out with, they're good. I like them a lot. The most boring part of any of the Darth Vader comic books is when he's talking to Palpatine and this old dude's just riding his chops the whole time. It's like, just kill him, man. Just kill him. You're going to eventually. This, well, throw him right down the mine shaft, (laughs) the electricity and everything. And then he comes back. I I know. He's too much. All right, Jessica. What about you? Kill him. Um, Shoot first. How many, how many helmets did you give it? I gave it uh, three and a half with one kyber crystal. I broke the rules. I would give it four helmets um, just because of that episode that was really bad. And some of the dialogue, some of the other times, I had a really hard time getting... I liked... Am I allowed to curse? Uh, yeah, keep it PG-13. I can give you a list of Star Wars cuss words. <laughs> I liked how awesome uh, she was as a woman, but her acting was really... Um, I, sh- I struggled with it. Um, the big one. The muscle, muscles. Yeah, yeah she soldier. is not... Miss mm, um, Thickums. I love Miss Thickums. Like, she's... I liked her character. I think she was a great person to play that character. Just a less her angry Rosie O'Donnell. really just not... <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know. All the lines she delivered felt really dry. Um, I, I can watch her any day. <laughs> I mean, right. But like, if she's talking, that's But different. compared to... It's fine. Just, compared to her, her performance... Yeah. Yeah. She can say don't, anything. Don't have her talking. Just, talk. just have her shooting those big guns. Like, <laughs> she did a really she good job anything. doing that. Yeah. I don't care. But like, comparing her performance to like Melinda May, Mayday's oh, performance, no. No, there's no, no, no comparison. One well, is an I mean, actor yeah, and one is like not an actor. A wrestler. So, I, four. Right, yeah, four. right, right. Um, but overall, wrestler, I really loved it. I really UFC. loved this, this season. Um, I thought it was great. And, uh, yeah. What about you? Well, uh... Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some things that I'm kind of meant about, but overall I got pretty much what I wanted out of that season. I, I liked it a lot. I expect I will go watch it again pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Especially that last episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it tomorrow with Casey, where we just the last come out to watch minutes. Die Hard. I like, if I could just get Charlie to stop watching Cars... <laughs> Show him just that lightsaber sequence. He will stop watching. Let's watch cars. Baby Yoda. Yay! I'll go bust out the lightsabers at the house. He comes over tomorrow, and I'll get him into lightsabers. I will admit that every time they don't have a, the child shows a up, I De- kind dance of scene. I was going to say just show him the Twilight Dead scene, scene, and he would. Yeah. Twi- oh, hey, hey, what's the name of the show? Because people, people are talking. Sorry. So. Oh, sorry. 
Laura's talking about. She's <laughs> a light talker. About this yeah. Sorry. I'm she's, so sorry. She's such sorry. a calm demeanor. Okay. I know. Right now she's like, I'm going to murder you if you don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to like Hulk out or something? But she's not else? saying it. She's looking at you with it. Give me a, give me a lawyer comedy Just show. Just portal like yeah. under, right <laughs> under both of them. Somewhere. Cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Um, but yes, continue. Yeah, so I'm, if I had to put a number on it, I'd probably give it a 4.5 from my perspective. I That's that's about what I want out of a Star Wars show, you know? And it's like, there's a few things that I think could have been done differently, but I'm not mad at it, so. Well, it's very good. It. I like that. Over you, sir. Uh, for me, I, I will also give it four and a half best car helmets, but I'm going to also give it three kyber crystals, double whites <laughs> and a green. Um, you know, I, I really liked... I really liked it. You know, they they changed it up, and you know, for some serious moments and some more playful moments, even though it's you know, apparently Tony's most hated episode, whatever. Um, but was that playful? <laughs> the Carl Weathers episode. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's it's what I as as a major fan expect from Star Wars, with just a little extra icing on top. You know, they, they they gave me the feel. They gave me the the meaning of Star Wars, and they gave me hope for what is to come out of this series. They gave him a new hope. There you go. They, I, I will say it, <laughs> and I, I've actually told my wife this. With the return of the Jedi. With the return of the Jedi, they did give me a new hope. After this, this Kathleen Kennedy era. Did that, the Empire strike back, you know, though? They were trying to strike back. John Favreau, <laughs> Dave Filoni have given me hope for what Star Wars is to come. And I expect nothing but wonderful awesomeness as I look forward to Star the next two seasons. Especially, you know, the next future character or major character to come out for those seasons. Have we mentioned the musical score yet? How much I love the score. What did Ryan say? The jazz music? Jazz music? Not jazz music. It's a different vowel. Yeah. Spell that for us, Ronnie. It is J-I-Z-Z. Poor, poor Star Wars unfortunate. I can't even. Oh. Unfortunate genre music for Star Wars lore. <laughs> All right. So for me, I have to give it five. Wonder if it has a lot of wind five. instruments. I don't give that too often. I really don't. But five for sure. Which I know you guys are like, man, how come you guys never gave that five or Avengers Endgame five? It just, I mean, I don't know. It just really was New Mutants. You gave Mandalorian New five, but that, not was that even rated? Endgame? Did they get a one? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Do what now? Yeah, I would give Mandalorian five before Endgame. Myself. Oh yeah! Wow. I mean, I mean I, I'd give Mandalorian. They're a bit more Star Wars junkies than they five are. Well, before Marvel I junkies. give anything in the MCU. Not that I don't like. They are crazy. You know, now, I mean, I'm hating on the MCU, but. Yeah, I mean, I I can't really rate. That's because I had issues with the game just a little bit. That's more like an Infinity Gauntlet, so it's a different yeah. rating system. There. I'd give it a whole <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet, Endgame. I mean, come on, it was amazing. Yeah. No, Endgame was amazing, but um, 
Actually, I'm, what, I don't even remember why I actually even gave it. I know uh, I it know. wasn't a five, but it was like real close. I had more um, issues with Endgame than I did Mandalore. Mandalorian. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking of the movie. At the same time, though, Endgame was also encompassing all of 10 years worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. Mandalorian movies, more. For season two, specifically for season two, being real focused. I don't think you can. It still encompasses 20 plus years worth of history. A lot less information in history, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, talking about with. The amount of content in just season two, just season two itself. Yeah, I'd give it five out of five, just the way it was done. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And how everything was represented, you know, how the Mandalorians, were, all different Mandalorians were represented, the three different ones, you know. Um, that was great. Uh, also, how they really dove into the, uh, the characters um, as far as, like, what makes them tick. Even the, not even the main characters, like I said, like side characters, you know, like the criminals. That's like, yeah, well, what makes them? Too, why did they do this? What was their past? You know what I mean? And I thought it was really great because on the outside, when you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, this guy, yeah, he deserved what he got. But then when you actually go in this episode and you actually listen to it, it's like, dude, what the heck, man? This dude got messed up bad, you know? And all of a sudden you're like, he shot the guy. Yes, Bill Burr <laughs> shot first. Because if he yeah. wouldn't, I would be like, man, don't shoot him. <laughs> You know? Dude, my favorite part of that was the guy, was the range trooper with the food tray, just like, what the, what? Well, actually, until he <laughs> shot that guy, I was pretty sure that every other stormtrooper in the room was like, thank you, that dude sucks. But like, then he <laughs> shot him the first too. And he's like, so, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Bill Burr shot multiple people first, but... <laughs> <laughs> he panicked. He's like, uh, uh oops. <laughs> yeah, and Dan was just like, crap. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was all great, I'm especially not um, Double D. That final <laughs> episode where uh, he had that uh, Mando had the battle with the uh, Dark Trooper, the mm -hmm. one Dark Trooper. Yeah. And then, I mean, he really got his butt handed to him in there, and he pulled it off barely. And, um, and as soon as he jettisoned him, I'm like, yeah, this dude, they're, they're going to come back. Oh, These things have yeah. rocket boosters. They're coming yeah. back. Oh, yeah. You know, I, and then I when they did, I'm like, well, this is getting interesting. And then, of course, when they showed that X-Wing pop up, and they say, you know, there's an X-Wing inbound, you know, and I'm like, hmm. And then when it pulled up the, the cloaked figure, I'm like, there's only one character I know that uses an X-Wing that has it cloaked like that, you know. And, of course, the glove as well and a green lightsaber. It's like, I know who this is. Mm -hmm. And to watch that scene, I was like, this was done Yes, absolutely. You know, just different moments like that. And even the crate dragon was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yes. How the friggin' thing just all of a sudden is like spewing out acid. And it's like, oh, well, didn't account for that. Um. <laughs> Timmy all Timmy! Yeah. Timothy Oliphant's uh, performance in that was fantastic. Yeah. The yes, sheriff. Was. Never mind. Oh. Actually, that, it was funny. That first episode reminded me of Tremors. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. It was just hilarious. Uh, but yeah, just the whole season I felt was done really well. Um, even that one episode you were talking about, I barely remember that episode, and that's probably why I barely remember it. Me too. I was trying to think about it. Yeah. While we that's what it took like, me a minute, because I was like, oh, really? Really? It oh, well, stood out because awful. of how forgettable it is uh, yeah, exactly. to me. But, mm -hmm. It stood out. Mostly because she got up and she walked out of the room, and I was like, well, you know, they're like directed by different people each time. I'll just see who did this one. When it said Carl Weathers, I was like, okay. 
Yeah, like that 1980s action hero mentality. That's yeah. probably was why I'm really up in it. That's probably why I liked a lot of the episode, but some of the I will say that the blue guy would just annoy me yeah. no end. Another good part in it was the Mando where he put on the stormtrooper armor and then he's acting like he has Beskar armor. And so he's sitting there trying to block these shots and his armor's falling to pieces as he's doing it. And he's like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. felt that one. But they did a great job showing the, um, the lightsaber uh, the with the Beskar. No, just the lightsaber yeah. period. Like when Ahsoka fought. Oh, yeah. You know, and with the Beskar, and then also the yeah, dark saber true. against the Beskar, like the, mm-hmm. the the whole movement and stuff. It's like it was, it was well done. It really oh, yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I like watching it heat up, though. Yes. The red hot. Where it glows. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you're not quite sure if it's going to keep on going or not. Like it does have a melting point, obviously. Yeah. Or you wouldn't yeah. be able to forge it if it didn't melt. <laughs> exactly. So, but well, I think it's it ha- beyond what a lightsaber can generate, though. It's, it's it was pretty neat. I think Luke could still take him, but yeah. So, anyways, that, that's that's just my rating. That's why I give it. I think it's really well done. I'm looking forward to the next series. All yes. of them. I'm looking oh, yeah, forward yes. to the other Star Wars. Even I've never have really been a fan of like the 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 pilot centered games or TV series. Like, like I haven't X-Wing. watched that newest one, or it's not actually Resistance. Not. Resistance. That's based yeah, on the fighter pilots. You can skip it. I, I've never really been interested in it, but seeing this, like when they come out with that squadron one, I'm gonna watch it because I mean, if, if it's anything like this, yeah, you've got my attention. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm definitely oh, yeah. watching Squadron. Oh, you know, uh, Squadron is that the the one where they they're having uh, the the Bad Batch in it? No, Squadron no, that's gonna is be the bad. Squadron is the movie that's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed oh. the Wonder Woman movies. Oh, okay. And it's a big passion project for her because her father was a fighter jet pilot, and she's always wanted to do a aerial combat movie. And she's just been waiting for the right script. And Star Wars came her way, and she's super passionate about Star Wars and the Air Force and everything. So Yeah, okay. I'm super excited because that, that means that her heart's I was in unaware it. of. Okay. Fantastic. I'm about to keep that one on my radar. Well, this has been a great discussion. Yes, I've enjoyed has. talking about this finally, even though I was the first one to watch it, apparently. Thanks, yeah, go figure. Accidentally. Was not meant. I thought somebody else had watched it before me. We were going to discuss it. We all did. I had watched it. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I guess I'll keep my lips sealed until you he watch He hops it. in like, don't worry, guys. I won't spoil for you. I haven't even watched the episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's like, I got to hurry up and watch these two episodes so I can tell. Yeah. He was the first one to watch it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. It's just how it happened. It's We had some stuff go down Friday. so It's all good. It's all good. It's great. Great discussion, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to the next one because I'm pretty yes. certain with these new series coming out, you know, with the Marvel and with Star Wars, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Oh man, yes, next year is gonna be really big for let's discuss. And of course, Wonder Woman comes out December 25th, 25th. Friday yep. next week. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. And then Disney Plus, I hear like within the next five years, they're talking about picking up Heavenscape as a as a passion project of theirs. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're going to start making uh, live action TV shows out of that. 
I don't know who they're going to get to play Strathmore, but uh, I think he's probably going to be a beautiful guy. I uh, know. Probably I some can, old grumble bit. It's fine. <laughs> I could do it. You're right. <laughs> Kurt Russell could do it. Oh, that would yes. be amazing. Yes. Who would be old Strathmore? Who would be young Strathmore? Kurt Russell. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this amazing episode. And uh, be sure to check out all of our other content that we have, our other Let's Discuss episodes. Uh, be sure to check those out, including New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did do one on that one, and also Rise of Skywalker. We did that one as well. And while you're there, check out our uh, other podcast with Heavenscape. Uh, some of those exciting uh, actual play, role-playing podcasts. Uh, you will not be disappointed. No, and you will learn who Stein is. Yes, <laughs> even if you don't want to. Because this is the way. This is the way.